Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. We made it to Thursday. We made it to Thursday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast <laughs> where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, before we start on anything, a few things. One, my apologies. I got the hiccups and they literally started when I hit live. Okay. Um, and I don't feel like restarting this. Uh, two, my friends on face, Facebook, there is a long delay um, for me to get your responses. So if you want to join us in more real time, you can come over to Instagram um, at NPL Consulting Firm. Um, and I think, yeah. Uh, also, um, my friends on Facebook, please, um, when you come in, say hi so I can see who comes in um, so, so I can greet you properly because Facebook doesn't tell me who's watching unless we are already friends. Okay. And I want to say hi to you because you took the time to come and say, to come and watch my show. All right. All right. So this is NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork in order. So if you need help with things like register, registering with the state, um, getting EIN numbers, getting DUNS numbers, um, basic brand protection strategies, making sure you have um, contracts ready, making sure that you have appropriate hiring policies, I help you do do all of that. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. If you want to get in contact with me so that we can work together to create a strong foundation for your business in this age of, of entrepreneurship, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is where you're going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet, which is going to help you. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> which is going to help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You're also going to be able to uh, set up your free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. Um, as well, ladies, I'm going to be a featured speaker at the Power of Three Women's Virtual Summit. It is an online conference, and it is completely free to attend, so there's no reason... <laughs> oh! <laughs> so there's no reason not to register... You can go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and register today, okay? As well, for those of you who, who are looking for, you know, kind of a crash course in entrepreneurship, if you know you want to start a business but you just don't understand where all the foundational pieces fit in, you want to pick up business startup basics, um, it is on sale in my e-store, um, and it is just a breakdown of all the steps that you need to take care of to make sure that your business is legit. So when you hit these business streets, you can hit them with confidence and let people know that you have your paperwork in order, okay? All right. So that's enough about my business. 
let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is that I pull stories that you guys have sent to me, stories that I find, you know, from different sources, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as, biz- as you know, entrepreneurs and business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to ask questions. This is a place for you to give your commentary, as long as it is respectful. All right. Uh, um... Yes, so don't be afraid to, you know, drop something in the comment box. Again, Facebook, there is a long delay, so it may take me a little bit to get to your comments, okay? Um, But we are going to move on, move right along. Um, Okay, so the first story that we are talking about, Cynthia39, I think you were here, were you here when we talked about uh, the United States Space Force Versus Netflix's Space Force. If you were Sincere 39, give me a one. If you were not, give me a two. Uh, but for those of you who were not here, um, I'm sure you heard about uh, the creation of a sixth branch of the military called the Space Force. Um, and as well, last week or like the week before, um, Netflix came out with their own series called Space Force. And there's there have been a lot of articles um, being put forth about uh, the problems that the military space force might be encountering because Netflix, as an organization, they did their due diligence in securing trademarks. Now, um, Space Force on Netflix came out May 29th. Thank you, Sincere39. Space Force on Netflix came out uh, May like May 29th, a couple weeks ago. However, Netflix filed for trademarks for, 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 uh, Space Force way back in January of 2019. And they didn't just do that in the United States. They did that in Australia, Mexico, and parts of Europe. Um, now, uh, the U S military, because of all of this buzz about, you know, Space Force versus Space Force, the U S military has now filed their own application for Space Force. It is an intent to use application, meaning that they're not using it yet. Um, And all of the articles that I read say that the only place, because these are two different lanes, Netflix is doing entertainment, and this is a branch of the military, they're saying that the only place where there might be some problems is with branded merchandise. Um, But then they also said that... uh, in terms of trying to secure the term Space Force, the military is trying to secure U.S. Space Force. So when you think about it, you never just hear or see Army or Navy or Marine Corps or Air Force. It's always the U.S. Army, the U.S. Marine Corps, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Air Force. So it's the same thing with Space Force. It's going to be called the U.S. Space Force. So that is what they are trying to secure. But there is still a possibility, or do you think that there is still a possibility of confusion if there is merch for the United States Space Force or uh, and Netflix Space Force at the same time? Because now they're both trying to file their trademarks, but they're not both going to be able to f- to file it for the same uh, for the same industry, right? Um, you can't have the, an identical trick mark in an identical industry that's going to cause confusion. So the U.S. military and Netflix, when it, if they decide to create merchandise for their respective space forces, 
may um, have to butt heads a little bit, but that is somewhere down the road. But I think it's funny that the U.S. military is uh, trying to keep up with Netflix. Hi, Aries, forever, ever. <laughs> I'm assuming that you're an Aries. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. So the U.S. military has finally put in their trademark app application for Space Force. Um, good for them. All right. My football fans in the house. If you're a football fan, give me a football emoji. Um, if you are a football fan, give me a football emoji. And if you are a Steeler, a Steelers fan, give me an S. Again, guys, I apologize about these hiccups. They literally started when I hit the live button. Um, if you're a Steelers fan, no, if you, if you're a football fan, give me a football emoji. If you are a Steelers fan, give me an S in the comments, okay? Um, why am I asking you guys about football? Um, as we know, athletes monetize themselves all the time. They come out with merchandise and a lot of them are, you know, securing their intellectual property. They come up with phrases and they're funny. Um, and I picked this story because I was like, I, it it made me raise some eyebrows. Um, Sincere39, I know that you are an Eagles fan, right? But um, do you know who Ju Juju Smith is on the Steelers? Or does anybody watching, whether you're watching live or if you're watching the replay, does anybody know uh, who is the, uh, who Juju Smith is on the Steelers? Okay. Um, I don't know who he is. I just know that he plays for the Steelers. Anyway, Juju Smith, well, his name is Juju Smith-Schuster. Anyway, Juju Smith has filed an application for the phrase, it's litty, L-I-T-T-Y. -T um, he has filed the application for apparel and phone accessories. Now, Mr. Smith-Schuster, he is, uh, projected to make one point oh. Three seven million dollars this year. Um, you know who, who he is since if they're not well, Juju Smith. Um, he is trying to trademark the phrase "it's litty," and my only issue with that is he didn't cr create that. I have been hearing "it's litty" for at least a year or two. Um, it's a derivation of you know "it's lit," whatever. But I don't know. Usually a trademark, especially if you're trademarking a phrase, it's something that you've created. And Juju Smith-Schuster is trying to trademark a phrase that, frankly, I he hear everywhere. And it reminds me of Cardi B when she was trying to trademark okra, even though that word was strongly associated with Cardi B, it was found that she was not the originator because there were at least two prior sources that they could tie its Liddy to. So this is what I'm thinking about Juju Smith. Um, the term its Liddy is not anything that I think is super new or novel. And I, I look, I'm not the biggest football fan outside of the Patriots. Go Pats. I don't care what no, nobody say. But um, I don't understand how Juju Smith is trying to claim ownership over the term its Liddy. Uh, so what do you think, Sincere 39? And what do you think, Aries, who, um, the other person who's watching, let me know, is that you, Aries, or Brittany? Um, 
What do you think about Juju Smith-Schuster trying to trademark the term, it's litty? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? For me, I don't think it's a good idea, frankly, because I think the phrase is very common. I hear it all the time. <laughs> oh, my apologies. Um, but, you know, everyone is free to try. We have, we have people who've tried to trademark the, the phrase breakfast burrito. Um, but what do you think, uh, my friends who are watching about Juju Smith-Schuster trying to trademark the term, it's Liddy? <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry, my hiccups are getting out of control. I'm going to end the show soon. Um, it's a common term since A39. Yeah, me too. I think it's a very common term. And uh, I don't know if Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be successful because I just feel like it's Liddy is everywhere. Like I think about... Um, what was this? Ooh, at the night. I think it was by Travis Scott. And he, he has like this trademark kind of background sound that goes like, it's lit, you know? It's, it's a common term. Okay. So, we've gotten through our first, <laughs> he's too late. Shop S on the yard said he's too late. I think so too. I honestly think that this application is going to be rejected. If you think that he's going to be successful, excuse me, give me a one. If you think that they're going to reject his application, give me a two. Shop best on the odds that it's already mainstream. So if you think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be successful, give me a one. If you think not, give me a two. Shop best on the odds asks, will the trademark board know that though? Okay, so when you submit your application, your case, your uh, application gets assigned to a person. It's not just an, uh, you know, an organization. So there is a person assigned to your application. It's their job to go and do, and do the research and make sure that this term that you're trying to trademark is not already associated with somebody or is not already trademarked. So it's like you have a caseworker for your trademark and it's their job to, you know, to, to make sure that all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. Okay. Okay, so you um, when you when you submit a trademark application, an actual person, an attorney who works for <clears throat> the U.S. Patent and Trade Office, does review your application and gives the yay or nay as to whether you can go forward. All right. Okay, so the both of you guys think that he is not going to be successful, and I am on board with you. We stand united. <laughs> Us and my hiccups. My apologies, guys. Okay, um, moving on to our next story. Before we do that, quick commercial break. To those coming in late, uh, you are watching NPL Legal Distance. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach pop culture and celebrity news. Your girl is handling a case of the hiccups tonight. It started literally as I hit the live button, and I didn't feel like restarting. So my apologies, but y'all still going to get this good information, okay? Um, if you want to see all the things that I do, I am a business formation attorney and cons consultant. If you would like to see how I can help you get your dream business off the ground, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, book your free 15 minute consultation and let's chat. Okay. All right. Moving on with our stories. Um, so we all know that the cannabis industry, it is growing and changing every day, right? Um, but one of the things that has not changed in the United States is that cannabis is still 
federally illegal. And when you have something that is federally illegal, you cannot trademark it. Okay. Okay. So you cannot at this point in time in the United States file a trademark application for cannabis products. Okay. And I think that somebody didn't tell Canada, Canada because uh, there is a company in Canada called THC Biomed. They are um, a producer of medical and recreational can cannabis. And they have a trademark in Canada for the term THC KISS. That's their phrase for their business. And T this company, this Canadian company, THC Biomed, which produces cannabis, they have filed a federal trademark application for this same phrase, THC KISS, in the United States. So, my friends, knowing what we know about cannabis being federally illegal and what the tra trademark office will and, will and will not let you do, do you think that this Canadian company is going to be able to be successful with this federal application, <laughs> excuse me, for THC KISS for their medical and recreational cannabis? If you think that this Canadian company is going to get a federal trademark for their cannabis company in the United States, give me a one. If you think the USPTO office is going to tell them to go read up on U.S. trademark laws, give me a two, okay? And I think you can already tell where I'm leaning. Um, as you know, while recreational and medical cannabis is totally legal in the entirety of Canada, that is not true in the United States. It's legal in certain states. It's not legal federally, which means that you cannot apply for a federal trademark for something that is federally illegal. Shop Best on the Yard said too. Thank you, Shop Best on the Yard. But yeah, so um, it doesn't matter if it's legal in your country. If it's not legal in the country where you're trying to get the trademark, you're not going to get it, doll, okay? <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> So THC Biomed needs to, you know, maybe rethink some things or wait, wait a little bit, see if cannabis becomes federally legal and then maybe you can reapply. But as of now, I don't think you have a shot, girl, because the United States, <laughs> United States said no, 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 no to cannabis, at least on the federal level. All right. So yes. All right. So we are moving on to our final story of the evening. And, um, I, I like this story. I put a uh, picture in my, in my IG stories and Facebook stories that had to do with this. Um, I put a poll, I put a picture of two sneakers and I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. Um, and 84% of you said it was too close for comfort. They were, they are, these platform shoes that are, they're high top sneakers with platform soles, right? Um, and the one on the right is a shoe that was put out by Converse. Now, if you didn't know, Converse is owned by Nike and they came up with a shoe called the Run Star Hike Platform Sneaker. They debuted it in London in uh, September of 2018 
and they started selling it um, way too close to the other night. Yes, um, and they started selling the shoe in February of 2019. And not only did they start selling this shoe, they went and they got a design patent for the so the sole of the shoe. Now, um, we talk a lot about trademarks and pat uh, and and copyrights, but we don't talk about patents that much. So, as a refresher, a patent is an intellectual property protection for an in an invention, a useful invention. And there are three types of patents. There are design patents, which, you know, the way that the thing is constructed. There are utility patents and there are plant patents. So Converse got a design patent for the sole of this shoe. Now, fast forward to March of 2020. Steve Madden came out with the Madden Girl Winona Flat Flat Form high top sneaker. Um, and that is the picture that you see in my IG stories on the left. Now, frankly, to me, the only difference that you see in the shoes is that Converse uses a bit of blue on the bottom and Steve Madden does not. Okay. So Converse sees that Steve Madden comes out with this, um, shoe. And this is not the first time that Steve Madden has been accused of ripping off designs. They've been sued by Nike. They've been sued by Skechers. They've been sued by pretty much any shoe company out there. Converse saw the shoe. They sent a cease and desist letter, um, which Steve Madden ignored. They sent a second cease and desist letter and Steve Madden responded this this time, but they said, girl, we're not going to stop selling the shoe. We're going to keep selling it. And not only did they keep selling this Madden girl Winona platform high top sneaker that copied the cop, Verse Soul, they came out with another shoe called the Shark Sneaker, which had a very similar sole to the one that Converse has a design patent out. And they did this after Converse sent out the third season desist. So then Converse sent out a um, um, second season desist. So Converse sent out a third season desist to include this new Shark shoe. So, uh, Converse wants damages and profits from Steve Madden, but I want to know from you guys who are watching, if you went to my IG stories, what do you think about, um, the two shoes? Since Zip39 has always said that, has already said that it's way too close. I personally think that it's too close. Again, I said the only difference that it seems to be between the shoes is a little bit of, of more color on the Converse shoe. So, um... And that is why I entitled this show, You Didn't Even Try. Steve Madden is known for ripping off styles. That's what happens in in fashion. It's really hard to protect your designs in fashion. But Converse did their work. They got the design patent for the sole of the shoe as opposed to the whole shoe. Um, because it's hard to get a patent for the design of the whole shoe. But they're like, you know, this is a very special sole. It's made in a particular way. Um, and Steve Madden just ripped it off. Shop Best in the Art said Steve Madden doesn't care. They don't. They do not care. They, Steve, like I would say, Steve Madden probably makes millions and millions of dollars based off, off of knockoffs. I don't think there's any shoe in a Steve Madden collection that you, that you can say is quintessentially Steve Madden. Because frankly, Steve Madden is where we go to get the low cost versions of high end shoes. So, um, 
Converse is suing is is suing Steve Madden for violating their patent their their design patent for a patent infringement. Um, and we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. But I want to know from you guys, what do you think is gonna happen between Converse and Steve Madden? Do you think that they're gonna take this all the way to a ruling? Do you think that they're gonna come to some kind of settlement? Um, what do you think is going to happen? I personally think that Steve Madden will not stop selling this, this shoe unless they get a court order from a judge. And they're probably going to make Converse, you know, drag this out. They're going to drag it out as much as possible. Because again, I have nothing against Steve Madden. Steve Madden has been good to me. But we all know that Steve Madden is where you go to find the cute knock cute knockoffs, okay? Steve Madden is the Fashion Nova of shoes. <laughs> Alright, so what do you guys think? Do you think that um, Converse and Steve Madden are going to settle? Do you think that they're going to take it all the way? What do you think is going to happen, guys? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? We're about to end in a couple minutes because that was the last story and these hiccups are killing me. I'm so sorry, guys, that you would do it. Hey, Zephyrina, Zephyrina, you popping in at the last minute, boo. We are about to um, get off in a couple of minutes. You're going to have to watch the replay, my dear. But, um, yes, so shop best on the yard and uh, sincere 39. Do you think Converse and Steve Madden are going to settle or do you think that they're going to take it all the way? Um, shop best on the yard said, I have no cl clue, but Steve Madden is a G Steve Madden stands up in their stealing. They said, it's cool, girl. They said, we don't care, girl. We are making money off this shoe. Ain't no way we are stopping to sell it. You are going to have to tell the judge to tell us to stop. <laughs> so I think that Steve Madden is going to drag this out. Hi, my co, my co, my Kobe heaven. What an interesting name. Yes. But yeah, I think that Steve Madden is going to drag this out because they make their money off of knockoffs. Anyway. But yeah, but those were the stories that I had for you tonight. To those of you who are coming in after, um, you are thank you for coming in. We're actually about to end. You can watch the replay on either Instagram, Facebook, or my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, y'all. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Um, <clears throat> Shop S on the yard said, what do you think about people selling tumblers that look like Lysol cans? Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not do it. Look, it, um, I'm pretty sure that Lysol has trademarks on the design of, on the designs of their bottles. And even if you're doing it for a tumbler, it still has the Lysol mark on it. Now, maybe you can make it kind of look like a Lysol. Maybe take the Lysol name off and put somebody else's name on it. Make it look a little different. But don't be out here trying to make um, Lysol tumblers, please. You're going to get yourself into trouble. It's just like if you were out here trying to make university, university tumblers without a license. Okay? So don't. You should not be out here making tumbler Lysol cans. Please do not. <clears throat> All right? Especially those of you, y'all have some real skills. Those those tumblers look really good. Thank you for putting the link up shop best on the yard. Um, but yeah, uh, okay, so we have maybe two more minutes. I can take a couple more questions. So yes, don't sell Lysol cans, uh, Lysol design tumblers. If you are going to be inspired 
by by a brand, if you're going to be inspired by another design, you better put your own twist on it that cannot be mistaken for the other brand. There's too much there's too much bumping heads in the marketplace right now because people are not doing research. There are ways to be creative where you're not just ripping off someone's work. So please don't be out here making like making a Lysol can tumbler is the same thing as making a Louis Vuitton or Gucci or Chanel tumbler. These are trademarked names, trademark designs. You need to do your research, change it up a little, do something. Because I don't want you out here getting sued. If you remember, we did that case with that lady that was selling fake Michael Kors phone cases. And they wanted like $125,000 per case that she sold, okay? So please be safe out here in these streets when it comes to using um, <clears throat> other brands and other designs as inspiration. Because you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. All right? Um... Yes, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening. We are going to be back on Monday with more stories. Uh, ooh, my hiccups are gone, y'all. Um, ladies, I want to remind you again, the Power of Three Women's Virtual Summit, January, um, January, June 26th and 27th. It is completely online and completely free to attend. Um, go to uh, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm to secure your spot. Hello, Betty Boop 0814. We're about to end, Boop. You're going to have to watch the replay. Shop Best on the Yard said, I remember, but that was similar merchandise. <laughs> right, but it's like, I think that the thing, the what one of the reasons why I started my business is because so, again, like I say in the beginning all the time, y'all have amazing business ideas. Y'all are so talented, but you don't understand the workings of, you know, the marketplace. That's something that our educational system does not teach us unless we are seeking it out in higher education. I did not learn how to start a business in elementary school, in high school, or even college. It wasn't until I went to law school and I had to take a business law class that I understood how these things work. And I think that's really not fair to us as a country. We're supposed to be a country that is built on small business, yet we don't educate our citizens on how to start their business properly. So that is why I do this, so you guys understand what you're doing when you dip your foot in that marketplace, okay? I want you out here with the knowledge. I want you to be equipped because I don't want somebody coming up to you telling you that, you know, what you're doing is illegal or, you know, trying to fine you because of something that you didn't know. You need to be an educated business owner. You need to be an educated brand owner. You need to know the ins and outs of your business so nobody can check you. You need to be unclockable. You need to have all your I's crossed, your T's dotted, have your paperwork in order. Register your business. Have your EIN numbers. Make sure you have your contracts. Don't violate any trademark and trademark and copyright whatever work you create. You need to be able to, like, it's hard doing it on your own, but it's not impossible. Last night, I was telling y'all about, um, we were talking about Miss Lawrence from Real Housewives of Atlanta. I told you guys that I watched an interview of Miss Lawrence, and he was talking about, you know, how he's how he owns his own publishing, has a trademark for Miss Lawrence, and Miss Lawrence did not go to school for any of this. This is because he has friends in the business who have, you know, given this advice to him in his ear, and he's watched them. Y'all need to be watching the people in your lives who are running businesses. If you look, that's why I'm here. Consider me, you know, your buddy who's out here who you can come to and ask for advice for a fee. <laughs> All right. 
But that is what I do, what I do, because I want you guys to be knowledgeable, informed, and confident business owners. So that is why I do this, all right? So we're going to be back on Monday. Um, Have a good weekend. Take care of yourselves. Uh, I don't care what the state says. You don't need to be rushing outside, even though I do want to go out for a drinky-poo myself. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Go check out all the things that I do. So, Subscribe to my YouTube channel, y'all. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Your girl want that YouTube money. I don't ask y'all for nothing. (laughs) All right, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye.